Hey, did you, did you see this review that we got? From DMSK, I'm Deepa Masuria, and you're listening to Thousand Miles, the podcast series documenting my journey as an entrepreneur. Apparently someone's been trying to contact us because he didn't get his product. Oh shit. I'm having a conversation with Sean after having discovered that a customer of ours didn't receive his product. A discovery I made while going through our website three weeks after the negative review was made. I periodically go through our website, pretending to be a customer. I like to review the flow of the site, see how the images look, see if the information reads well. Well, basically, I'm trying to look at the site with fresh eyes to see what improvements I can make. One thing I wanted to adjust on our website was to include automated reviews. Essentially, a few weeks after a customer receives their product, they'll receive an email asking them to leave feedback. They can give a rating out of five stars, as well as provide any comments. I look at reviews all the time before I purchase products online, so I thought it was important to have reviews on our site too. Back when I first started making the website, I included an email for people to contact us, which was info at dmsk.ca. What I didn't realize was that Sean made the company email help at dmsk.ca. Once I realized this during one of my earlier website audits, I asked him to make a new email address, which he did. I just didn't have access to it. But like, I don't, I don't get those emails from like info at DMSK. Like, do do you get them? Have you been seeing this? The customer had ordered Beard Fix and I remember fulfilling the order. They live in New York. So we mailed them their order via Canada Post, who has a relationship with USPS. Once the product gets into the US, we no longer know where the package is since there's no tracker on it. We could have paid for shipping that includes a tracker, but the cost of doing this is double and our margins for Beard Fix were low since we wanted to make the product affordable, seeing as this was our first product we were testing out in the market. Up until today, we didn't have any issues with people not receiving their packages. Because we changed, we changed the email address, right? So uh, I thought we didn't change it. I thought we just added a new one. We're like, we should have another one. No, we changed the main one. Oh shit. Yeah, he did email. The review on our website said, I have not received my order and it has been four weeks. I've sent numerous emails, but no one has responded. So now we're trying to figure out the timeline of events and Sean's starting to panic and rightfully so. As a small business, it's hard to get people to trust that we're worth purchasing from. Any misstep on our part needs to be fixed ASAP. And in this case, we made someone upset and didn't realize it for weeks. Okay, I'll, I'll call him. You're going to call him? Yeah. Damn. Like, we can... We'll resend a new product. No, it's not good. It's not but, good. like, we should have seen... Good. If he's been trying to contact us, we should have seen this. Yeah. So, now I'm, like, wondering, like, what's wrong with our website that we didn't see... All of my email addresses sync up to my mail app on my phone and computer. When Sean created the new email address, he was the only one to have access to it. And he didn't sync up this email address to his mailing app. So the only way he would have seen this customer's emails was if he actually logged into the account. Since then, I got access to the account. So if anything shows up, I'll see it right away. We've learned our mistake. And now we're in damage control. Thankfully, when someone makes an order, they have to provide all their details, including their phone number. 
So Sean decided it was best to call the customer and apologize. Now, I don't know about you, but this is the millennial in me coming out. I don't like talking on the phone. I mean, I'll do it if I have to, but I prefer text. I was raised communicating via email or text, so I'm more comfortable with it. But I admit, it's not the most efficient. With a phone call, you can hear a person's tone to see how they're feeling. And when emotions are involved, people should always pick up the phone and call. I don't know how many times I've run into issues because of text conversations. It's a lot easier to be pissed off and send a passive-aggressive text because no one can see you. But it's super humbling when someone forces you to confront them in real time with real conversations when they call. All of a sudden, your anger dissipates and probably turns into fear because you have to address the issue and you don't want to be a jerk in the process. Sean is great with talking to people on the phone. He does it all the time. It's probably why he has so many close relationships. But even he was nervous making this call. So you called the guy? Yeah, I called the guy actually. He was, he was nice, he was good. He was, he was, uh, he probably didn't want to tell us that, tell me that he put in a bad review. No, it was really vibey. He gave me his Instagram. He said he's going to Europe. He said he's, he's, he's getting on a boat. And I'm like, okay, cool, man. I'm gonna, I told him that well, the product will be there. And I think it was just like the- But two- like how, like, you called him. And then like, I, I want to know the conversation. You're just like jumping yeah, into said, all hey. this stuff. Yeah, I know. I said, hey- uh, Did you record the conversation by chance? No, I was on my phone. Why would I record the conversation? Well, how, it would be helpful. How would I record the conversation? I'm, on my, I'm literally on my phone. No, I said, hey, my name is Sean Coniglo. I'm a co-founder of this company. Um, and, you know, first of all, off, you know, I really apologize. We just got your emails and, you know, you didn't get the product yet. He's like, yeah, man, I didn't get the product yet. I'm like, oh, man, we've totally, uh, I totally apologize. Let me just confirm your uh, address. I confirmed the address again. Told me about something about some things on, he's on the second floor. And I think that's probably what messed it up. And then I was just like, yeah, I really apologize. We'll get another one to you. Um, and he's like, oh, no worries, man. Like, no worries. And I'm like, yeah, no. And we'll... we'll uh, he was like, we'll, no we'll worries? The guy we'll get... was like pissed on the and, website. And well, I'm like, no. I'm like, we'll get you something else too. And, and you know, because we want to make this right with you. He's like, oh, man, no worries, no worries. And then I'm like, well, man, where are you going? And he's like, oh, I'm going to Europe. I'm like, oh, man, Europe, man. He's like... And then he's like, I'm going on a, I'm going on the Euro train. I'm like, damn, man. He's like, can you get it by Saturday? I'm leaving on Saturday. I'm like, we'll get it. Can we get it on Saturday? It was Tuesday and shipping to the U.S. takes two weeks. <laughs> um, Just express I'll, ship it. Yeah, I, I won't be able to do it through Canada Post. I'll have to do it through like Pure later. And that's what yeah, I did. So he was like, um, I made a new package with the beard fix he ordered and also included a beard oil with a note to apologize for the issue, which was express posted via Purelator, which cost $50 to ship. And we obviously lost a bunch of money on this sale. But he got it in two days, and I hope he felt we went above and beyond to make him happy after realizing our mistake. So, no, he seemed like a really good guy. And it kind of got gave me like, I'm like, man, I should just call everybody in the world and just sell people that way i i guess you know one of the things that we talked about when we first started was we wanted to delight our customers right so maybe that's the missing piece like to truly delight our customers yeah we can 
try to do packaging really nicely. Yeah, I can like add a nice note when we send it to them. I could call them right away when they buy it. No, I think that's a little creepy, don't you think? I don't know. Maybe not. No, I don't I don't want to do it right when they buy it, but I do think, you know, after we ship it out and we know that people have received it to just call and say thank you. You know, we hope you like it. If you don't, like let us know and and we want to yeah, make it right. Like I I just I just wonder if that has more weight than everything else combined. Well, it definitely does because it's the first tangible, I mean, anything that where you know the person or there's like a voice. I mean, it it like I mean, that just just cuts through. If you know the person or you know the company or you met somebody there, it gets cuts through everything. So, yeah, adding a voice. When I first implemented the automated reviews, the program couldn't go back to our first few customers, the first 25 to be exact. I still wanted to populate more reviews on our website, so I asked Sean to call these first few orders and get their feedback, as well as just to say thank you for ordering. So out of all the people, was anybody not nice? I mean, it's not a, it's not a cold lead, right? It's a warm lead because it's not even a lead, right? It's a warm call because they already bought something. So it's like... You've already developed a little, not a relationship, but there's at least like, you're not going in cold. You're not like an Indian calls, you know, looking for their CRA number. Like you're, you're, you come in hot. So they're always, it, I mean, if they're, <clears throat> if they bought it, they're obviously, we bu- obviously built some trust there. Yeah. So, but that's with the expectation that we're hoping that they like our product and that they like what we've yeah. given them. So maybe we should do that. Maybe we should every week just have like a handful of definitely customers and then Yeah, definitely. I think it's a good idea. Just do like a touch point. Yeah, definitely. We should definitely do that. But do we do that? No. The reality is, is that we only have so many hours in the day and making phone calls to customers takes a really long time. I do hope we will be able to make these kinds of calls one day. I think it would help us to delight our customers. Assuming they don't freak out that someone's calling them. But in the meantime, we've learned our lesson. I hope we did enough to make this customer happy, seeing that we screwed up. But he never did update his negative review. Coming up on a future episode of Thousand Miles. Holy crap! We just got our first repeat customer! And I'm super excited and super curious. Okay, like, who is this person? Okay. Um, I typed him in his, his name and his face shows up on this article. Turns out he's like the CEO of this massive company. This guy's like... What's his name? This guy's like crazy. What's his name? His name is... Thank you for listening. My goal this year is for more people to listen to the show. And that's where you come in. I would be so grateful if you could tell two people who you think would enjoy this show to have a listen. And if you haven't already done so, please subscribe so you never miss an episode. Thank you again, and I'll talk to you soon on our next episode of Thousand Miles.